Hello, 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 Dashley fam. Welcome back to Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We got some tea to spill. We're back from Disneyland. How the heck are you? We're not only back from Disneyland. Today, Dallin and I spoke. I'm going to pause for dramatic effect here. We spoke at a college. We did. Our first place, time ever. At a place of learning. Guest extraordinaire. What does Michael say when he goes to speak? He thinks he's like speaking at graduation, <laughs> but he's actually just speaking. We were going to prepare to for it classroom. more. But then we thought the best way to start preparing for it would be to watch the episode of The Office where Michael (laughs) (laughs) goes to business school and gives a, uh, he like teaches the class. Do you think they'll throw their hats? (laughs) Because if they do, I have a really good quote for it. (laughs) (laughs) May your hats fly as high as your dreams. Uh, Yeah. So we spoke at BYU. Really, really fun. Really cool. And it was in front of an entrepreneurship class. Uh, they, it's like a weekly, they have a, a different guest every week, an entrepreneur guest mm-hmm. coming to speak. It's hard to know what to tell a group of people who want to be entrepreneurs because it's everyone's journey is kind of different. Yeah. So we just shared our story and it was really fun. Yeah. And we shared our story about how we we started off, we had a vision of being able to work for ourselves and we started with wedding photography, which morphed into wedding videography and photography then which just morphed into quitting that. Which morphed into quitting that and like growing our YouTube and Facebook, Instagram presence and podcasting. And we talked all about that, answered their questions about entrepreneurship and basically just broke it down into... The best advice um, they've ever received. The greatest for 50 minutes of their lives. They probably. have... They just received diplomas right after they that pretty class. pretty much did. They don't need to go to school anymore. <laughs> The uh, the main thing that I learned from myself as I was teaching... Okay, these are always good lessons. Yeah. Pertinent. Is, is that... Um, you kind of don't know you what... You create your own luck. It's like you prepare the crap out of yourself mm-hmm. so that when opportunities arise, you are so ready for them. You know? Yep. We are creating hundreds of videos before like we got invited to the Facebook Launchpad program. And that's that was like the final step to help us to be able to quit our job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we, so we like, you prepare yourself, you create your own luck by working super hard so that when the opportunity comes, you're like, I got this. I can do this. I'm your guy. I'm your girl. I kind of think of it as like, there's like different tiers or levels and you can kind of like, based on your hard work and how much content you put out there and like so much stuff, like you can get into the next tier where different opportunities are kind of like floating around. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're not available to you unless you've started or unless you've worked really hard or unless you've put out like a hundred videos. Like they're not going to come to you unless you've done something. And once you do stuff, then opportunities are floating around like lucky opportunities. Yeah. It's like you could be sitting around waiting for somebody to invite you to be on their show or whatever is the next step in like the, the, what your goals are. Or you can do it down and I did and you make can your own like show. Make your own show or you DM 500 people and three people say yes. And when you're on one of those three, whatever it is, podcasts or guest writers on their blog or collaborations for their YouTube channel or like if you're... Intern, like a real estate agent, like um, 
you know, whatever it is, <laughs> that person refers you to another person who's like a huge deal and it really ups your brand and takes you to the next level in real estate, you know? Well, at least you just, that's what you, happened but to us. If you didn't send out like 500, whatever it was, DMs or go knock 500 doors or... Make 300 videos uh, that no one watched. Make 300 videos that like slowly grew until finally like one Costco video pops in our case. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you just you just work harder than everybody else is working basically it's hard because it's not like a board game where there's a finish line that you're like if i get to this point then good things will start happening you just don't know you don't know when that's going to come but it comes eventually yeah so don't and if it doesn't ever come then it's probably just a sign that it's not meant for you Mm, but if it doesn't come it'll if it doesn't come in like five to ten years probably i don't know some people maybe if you still believe in it Reassess, Reassess, try new things. Try new things of Don't course. try the same thing for ten years. Yeah, that's all. There's that's the beginning slam down to the podcast of what we just shared. Boom. Boom. What should we call that segment? Because I feel like we could have that segment every once. You know, at the beginning of Taking Sides podcast, we have like a two minute throwdown. Maybe that's what we could call it: two minute throwdown or Dallin thoughts, Dallin Ashley thoughts, Dashley thoughts. I love the name dashley's but i hear it so much that i start hating it so i don't want to name something it again okay it could be the dallin and ashley two minute it could just be throwdown. thoughts thoughts with dallin and ashley mm-hmm. thoughts. welcome back to thoughts okay we got it anyways add that moving to, on. can someone if anyone out there has made a list of all of the segments that we've tried can you if you could email those to us because we keep forgetting the segments we have and they've been really good ideas we just have forgotten what they are we got down and tries new things and eat stuff we need to we, we need got down and ashley's favorite things i'm serious this, now we have thoughts there's a with spot them. on our wall right here that needs to be the whiteboard where we write down segments it would be so much easier to record these podcasts <laughs> if we remembered our actual segments. What? You mean like scheduling and planning out this, this podcast? This segment just now has been a behind the scenes segment where we talk to you about how unprofessional we actually are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So moving on to the next segment. The next segment is real life with Dashley, Dallin, Dashley and Alan. You know how... Alan and, been, Dash, Dallin and Ashley. Real life with Dallin and Ashley. Have Dashley you guys seen the Alan. posts going around on Instagram saying like happy january 74th yeah this kind of seems like i actually feel like january's gone by fast do you i really do it's just i mean i think hashtag two weeks in disney that helps that helps what people are getting at i think is that just some real shiz has already gone down in january the flu is like horrible this year well, especially Freaking, in our house. In our house, we got, James just got, we just all got the flu shot yesterday. And then James' sweet little 20-month-old angel daughter is experiencing kind of the, I don't uh, want to say adverse effects, but just the side effects of well, a baby getting the flu shot. This is like their body learning to fight off the major main flu. She's just fighting off a little flu right now. So the flu's hit Utah pretty hard. There's been a, a lot of, I mean, I don't know if it's a lot, but there's been a number of people who have died. And I think there always is. Like, the flu is a serious deal. It just has seemed to be more of, like, a violent strain of the flu this year. Um, We've tried to get a flu shot a couple times. Fun note, if you have a health share instead of health insurance, which we have, we use Liberty Health Share. Um, So we're technically a self-pay when we go to pay for our medical services. And the... I guess the CDC, whoever makes the flu shot, when they send out batches of it to the doctor's offices, there's like a a portion of it is for self-payers and a portion of it is for insurance payers. And they always run out of the self-pay batch first and they won't give you the other stuff. You have to wait till they reload. And so it's always been out 
until to yesterday when we went in. And James, we've never had this before. They always warn you, like when my kids get their scheduled vaccines, like they may get a fever or they may, you know, like it may be a hard day the next day and it's never happened. And it finally happened. James had a terrible night and she's just so sick. It's like she has the flu. Poor girl. Um, Fever's so, like 102. Yeah, we were just hoping, we're, we're like keeping tabs. I was afraid it might be like a bad reaction. I don't really know what is like caused to be concerned. Um, we called in and they said it, it was just, it's normal and to make sure she gets a lot of fluids. So we're just keeping an eye on it, but it really sucks. Speaking of getting sick, and learning a lot of things, although okay. we weren't speaking of that, but well, I'm, I'm segueing. Sick. James is sick. Um, getting sick. We're going to talk about what happened to us at Disneyland, the good and the bad, and the hilarious. Ashley has a <laughs> story. I don't Chip. think it's as funny as Down. I think it. it was so funny. Why I don't think, you think it, it happens funny? to everybody. Funny slash weird. So slash... like Chip is a boy, so he would do that to a girl. Wait, we're going to get to that story in a little bit. First, we'll take a quick commercial break and then we'll come right back. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys know that Ashley and I are all about improving ourselves and our mental health and the health of our relationship. And BetterHelp is an online option where you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions. You can even even chat and text with your therapist. There are over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states specializing in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, anything you share is confidential. This is available worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. There is financial aid available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, and it's professional and affordable. It's especially affordable for you guys, Big Little Life with a Ashley's listeners because you'll get a 10% off your first month coupon code with discount code Dashleys. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Dashleys. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love. That's betterhelp.com slash Dashleys. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so as you know, we just got back from Disneyland. The vlog will be out very soon. If you're listening to this the day the podcast comes out, you will see it before the vlog, maybe. Maybe. So we're going to talk about our whole experience there. Um, we learned a lot. We had some some fun. We experienced some sicknesses. But one thing that I think was hilarious happened, and we got to tell you that story, too. Well, you should tell it because you... Th I mean... Are we starting with the funny one? Sure. Okay, let's start with the good, okay? And then we'll go in the bad about the kids, about... Us, right about the park like every dashley family holiday vacation it was the best of times and it was the worst of times but mostly it was the worst of times 
<laughs> except for the one day where it was the best. For Friday, the last day. It was a Let's good day. Let's just start with the good, Let's shall just we? start with the good. All right. I'm going to tell the funniest story. Okay. Um, so the funnest thing that we did at Disneyland was we went to a character dinner. And it's always the funnest thing. This is the best part when we went to Disney World last year. We it's went to hard. Crystal Palace and did Poo- Winnie the Pooh and Friends. It's hard to shell out the money, but it's like it makes it... It makes your trip where you look back on it and you've had like a crap load of crap happen on your trip. You forget about it all because this experience is so magical. It was so much fun. It was in the Storytellers Cafe. Cafe. In the Grand Californian Hotel. We Which, did not stay can we there. please segue into but what? It is a beautiful hotel. It is a hotel of hundreds of rooms. And hundreds of dollars a night. And 700 and like, it's like the, 760 for the, a single night at the, the hotel. Yeah, and the base room is like 760, right? It's beautiful. It's but so it's, magical. It's a full hotel full of people. And I want to know what they do. Just like stand there as they walk out the door. I Sir, would like to. What do you do? Can you tell me? How your, did you afford this? What's your st- What's your career? <laughs> how is your career different from my career? I want to know because there's so many people. I don't know. Maybe they just budgeted for it and been saving up for a year. And they don't look like the royal family. Like they just look like normal people. Yeah. So does the royal family. But. Like they weren't celebrities, I think. I don't know. I don't know. But some people can afford to stay there for many nights. It's so nice. It's such a nice hotel. So anyways, we we went into brunch at the Storytellers Cafe, which is like the buffet there. And it was so fun. And the characters there were Minnie and Mickey and Pluto and Chip and Dale. Mm-hmm. And they're just going around table to table saying hi to all the kids. George just had a blast. With, with George, them. you never know if it's going to be he's going to love it or it's going to be like, don't get near me. Yeah. Okay. But here's the here's the fun part. So we go through and George is like getting to know all the characters and stuff. We see Mickey first and then Minnie and then Chip comes by and then Dale comes by. And each one in turn spends some time, plays with George. George tells them, like, remembers if they, when George flew here in the airplane last night and all this stuff. George asked each one who came by. Do you remember when he flew here in the airplane last night? They're just like, yep. Well, but they just nod their heads because you never imagine there's a human inside the costume because they're always silent. And they're so good. They're so good. And they're always like flitting about and like everything changed when Dale came by. The the person, (laughs) the costume Dale. So he's like, he has fun, plays hide and seek with George. So funny. And then he finally says goodbye. We're like, give him a hug, George. And then he comes around and hugs Ashley. And then the human inside of Dale, (laughs) the human, whoever's in there, when he's hugging Ashley, goes like this. Like kissing sounds. (laughs) But it's weird because... You know it's a person. You never hear their voice in there. You never do. They're always like silent. It's really easy to imagine that it really is just like this huge stuffed animal that's come to life. That only lives in, in Disneyland, Disneyland is given life in the magic of the <laughs> When parks. he made the kissing sound, you can like it's hear like, the breath and like, <laughs> you know, it's like a real person like, in there. You know, it was like, like, like a chipmunk sounding kiss. Yeah. It was hilarious. It's weird to and think And he only that, did it to Ashley though. That was the funny part. Well, because you're a boy and the kids are kids, but I'm a girl and Dale's a boy. Did how everyone we, follow how that? How do we know that? Dale, the chipmunk is a boy. Oh, I guess so. So he's act like he wouldn't do that to you. Maybe he doesn't Minnie to all of them, might, But if, maybe he, he just had a little, little bit, the, he had the hots for you. I don't know. Cause the character I, inside. Cause he came back and he did it again only to you. Well, the again, time you you're everybody. a boy and the kids are kids. And then he gets over to Ashley. <laughs> 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 the first time I like, turned it down, I was like, did you hear that? 
that. Yeah, I didn't hear it the first time. But yes. I, well, I think I heard something. I was like, was that coming from the person inside the Dale costume? It was. <laughs> it was. And then, so he came back again and I heard it the second time. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, but the food was blush. so good. Yeah. The you food cutie. was so good. My favorite thing about the character dinner was when they came by. So we came at the end of brunch and the crowds were winding down. So the characters came by quite a bit. And the second, they came by like three rounds, each of them. Like each of them came by at least three times. And by the second and third time, you kind of are running out of things like to to help say to George, like George kind of looks to me to like know how to interact with him. And I'll say things like, oh, show him a dance move. Oh, show him a trick. And by the end, I was just forgetting things. So I told George, I was like, oh, George, Dale would love to play hide and seek with you. And it's funny because they can't say no yeah, because they can't talk. And like, so George just gets up and runs away. And, and then start- Dale's like, ooh, <laughs> just like makes these hand signals and then runs over there. And then for like five minutes, they, played they were together. just playing hide and seek around the restaurant. It was George like loved it so much. But we should then post that I, from like afar, I saw Dale signaling me. He's like, uh, hello, um, I gotta go. George was like, not, George was like. Can't just leave this kid over here alone. So George and Dallin do like, no, George and Dallin, George and Dallin do like robot fights all the time where they kind of like play wrestle and George has started doing that to Dale and Dale couldn't, like Dale's, you know, you can't fight back. Right. <laughs> so Sometimes he was George like. George would like punch, punch yeah. him like where it looked like right in the crotch. Right. And I. I hope, I don't know. I hope it wasn't. Didn't get it was because George was like, "Let's robot fight." He's like, <laughs> I just like, there's a big like round Belly. pushy pillow, Anyways. in in the in the costume. So I I hope Dale didn't actually get Dale pushed. Was like but George punched him there a few times from across the restaurant that he needed me to come get my kid. Yeah, like I can't just be over here with your kid. Yeah. So, but then like Pluto and Mickey and Minnie all like gathered in the circle and was having like this dance battle with George. That's at the very George. end of the vlog. It was so cute. It was really special. So you have to see the vlog. So much fun. Yeah. Okay, Ash. It. What did we learn about? I mean, let's uh, just talk about some of the issues. The issues. We got a deadly virus. James got really sick. I don't want to say barf a lot, but whenever I say sick, just know that that includes mass amounts of barf. James got really sick <laughs> the night we were travel, So we flew, we had like a red eye, like a reverse red eye where we flew out at 3 a.m. Um, so we, we were up all night with her before we got on the plane and she was sick the whole first day of our trip. So that made, um, that made day one a little rough. Day two was good. Let's just, I mean, let me... Day three, I got sick. Day four, Dallin got sick. Day five, everyone was happy. Day five was the best. Day five was a good day. So that's the sickness part of it. Sucked. We're just cursed. We get sick on vacations. We're used to it. Mm -hmm. I'm not bitter. You know, it's really helped us to be okay with like barf and stuff. Because we used to not be there. But now we are like a well-oiled machine. I'm, yeah. Anyways, um, as far as like actual how the kids handled it, George does not like theme parks. Mm-mm. Our sweet little angel three-year-old is just a very sensitive boy. And like most of the time he was scared or just telling people to be quiet. Or to calm down. Or like calm down or, or he just would go like scared on all the rides. We have so many Instagram stories of him. Like the stroller we have has like, it's like a double decker where there's a seat on top of another seat. And he calls the bottom seat his Georgie cave and he goes down there and just like gets his little blue blanket and rubs his and blanket just, 
and like peeks out of the world at the world yeah and i was not expecting this like the all of my expectations for this trip was that it's the happiest week we're running from ride to ride so easy because the kids are just so entertained and so i struggled a little bit the first days with like managing my emotions because i was so like I was just upset and de- and depressed and sad that George was just like so up crying most of the time. Yeah, he wouldn't let and us. He wouldn't walk anywhere. He, he didn't. Would... He doesn't understand the concept of like rides and waiting in line and all these toys around every single corner that you can't keep. It was a refiner's fire as far as the skills that George needs help in. Yeah, I always thought that theme parking just came naturally, and maybe it does when you're a little bit older. But for a three year old, at least our three year old. And 20 month old, it was, it did not come naturally. So it was more of a learning experience than like a really fun experience for our family. The vlog is just like 11 minutes in total. It's mainly, uh, just some of the, the good parts, happy minutes, of the 11 trip. happy minutes of the trip. No, there was more like, I, 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 one of my favorite Instagram girls is her name's Lauren Pace. And she's actually coming on the podcast. I think she'll be the next episode or the, the episode after the next, Sweet. um, She's one of my favorite influencers. She graduated with a degree in like child behavior. She has like a master's in behavioral science, I think, where she specializes in early childhood and she puts out so much great content on on behaviors and parenting and positive parenting. And a lot of people do have a lot of really good positive parenting um, like sites or Instagram pages. Hers is very much when your kid does this, how do you like, how do you handle that? Like she gives a lot of the, like the, the practical stuff instead of just the philosophical positive parenting beliefs. So it's been really helpful to me. And I was lucky enough, I've been watching her pretty religiously and she just went to Hawaii and she talked all about like expectations and how there's going to be on a vacation and her kids are, are the same ages as ours. And they kind of seem like the same personalities, like a sensitive older three-year-old boy and then a, a kind of like spunky little girl. So it's really fun to watch her, but she talked a lot about how, on their vacation like yeah they went to hawaii and yeah it was worth it but there were still really hard moments and there were still times when the kids needed to nap and where they had breakdowns and where they threw tantrums but there were also really great moments that you wouldn't have unless you were on vacation and those are the moments that make the vacation worth it even though like her little girl had a terrible time on the six-hour flight and and they got sick and like like all that stuff happened to them too um so it kind of she was my mentor through our Disney trip. And she had a really good thing that she talked about after she had an Instagram post where she talked about um, like misbehavior isn't a mark of failure or a mark of a damaged child or a child that you failed to to teach or to raise or to discipline. It's just, it just lets you know where your child is missing some skills and what you can be working on. It's just kind of like misbehavior is a reminder to a parent oh, they need some help in this area or, oh, we, we could be working on this. So it's led to some good things. Dallin and I have come home from Disney and we have this little nightly bedtime routine that we're trying out where we're working on a character quality and the character quality we're working on is obedience and we're doing a lot of role playing. Fast and happily. Fast and cheerfully. Fast and cheerful. Um, we're like doing a lot of role playing of what obedience looks like and how you can be obedient. It worked today. Going, yeah. I told George it's time for a nap and he said, no, and I, uh, remember we're working on being obedient. And he said, okay, dad. And yeah. then he went and got up in his bed and he didn't even cry. Well, it's, that was like a win moment right there. It's really hard. Like threes is kind of the age where you start 
practicing these things. And we could be really mad at George for not being obedient. Or we could say, maybe he doesn't know what it looks like to be obedient. Maybe he doesn't know what it sounds like to be obedient. I think one of the next vlogs should be our nighttime routine. We haven't done that in a long, I haven't done that in like three years. Yeah, we have a cool new, like it's a new one. Um, so that's my parenting takeaway from a teacher. And it's so weird. Like I did all these things when I taught school, but I don't do them with my kids and I need to now that they're getting older. It's just kind of like a weird separation. But when you teach rules in school, you teach looks like, sounds like, and you talk all about what it looks like to follow this rule and what it sounds like to follow this rule um, or what it looks like to, to be obedient or to, to be a good friend and what it sounds like to be obedient or to be a good friend. And you practice those things and then it's okay to expect that behavior or to reference that rule. Remember, we're being obedient because mm -hmm. they know what it looks like and what it sounds like to be obedient. George also is now in primary in our church yeah and now that he sees other kids praying and you know folding their arms and stuff it's so it cute. just took like one or two weeks we've and been now, trying to pray with george for so long and he hates it he's just like no he just doesn't want to do it i don't I'm think he like, gets it what is wrong with i know we're like what don't what say that george? and uh but now that he's seen other kids his age doing it he just is he's like okay and he comes in folds his arms and he's like i want to say it and then he's like dear heavenly father it's really grateful cute. love mom love dad we just kind of tell him to sleep. What to and say. it was so 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 cute yeah proud of my good. little boy it's hard to be a first child you have no one like james has all of the things george does to be like oh okay yeah george has to do it himself james is already good at folding arms we mm -hmm. gotta we gotta video that we gotta do a nighttime routine video that'd be fun <laughs> that's so cute yeah anyways people um i've been thinking a lot about what our next podcast would be and i just want to put it out there what i'm thinking are we done talking about disney do we talk about the good bad and the ugly uh we talked about everything we learned talked about did we talk enough about the fun the fun we did it have was some really fun, fun moments george um, loved the toy story mania shooting story ride mania and really the buzz fun. lightyear shooting ride ariel is always a win um, Dallin, the Mater only trailers. eight. Oh, the Mater trailers were our favorite. We so didn't fun. get to go on the Cars ride because he is not tall enough, even close. We thought he would be closer. He's not. And that's Solid okay. Inch to you know to what? And to. I don't think he'd be ready. Maybe for yep. Cars, but all the other 40 inch rides, I don't you think. You think he'd like Soren? I think Soren would be cool. Maybe he would like that. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go back. Yeah. We're going to go back, people. We're going to go back. Yep. Um, Dallin didn't only, he only ate one super burrito. Yeah. Which is good and bad. Kind of sad. Sad, good. but also I was just kind of not, I was a little sick and I threw up the night that I ate one. So I was semi wondering if that caused no. my sickness, but everyone got would never cause a sickness. You were the last person to get sick. That was definitely a virus. Yeah. Don't put it on Sabrasada. You just, you know, <laughs> Sabrasada would never do that. <laughs> they would never. But you know how like the things that you eat right before you get sick, you're just not super eager to eat that thing. For a little while. For like years. Yeah. But if burritos. Bur if burritos are, are off for you, you're going to lose like 30 pounds this year. <laughs> for some people, it's alcohol and soda. For me, it's burritos. <laughs> you're going to be so fit. <laughs> you can't eat Speaking burritos that, anymore. I ordered Huel. And oh, I yeah. Have, Dallin tries new things I'm and gonna, eats stuff. Okay. Enter that segment right now. Uh, Huel is like this new thing that's kind of gaining some popularity. It's a fully complete. It's not technically a meal replacement. But it can be. I think they just don't it's, call it's, it that it's because nutritionally those have complete. to be like prescribed. Oh, really? It's nutritionally complete, uh, like a 
powder that you mix with milk or whatever and you drink it instead of eating food it has all your it's the macros are perfectly balanced and it has all of the nutrients that you need to live and it's just in a powder and i'm gonna do it for one to two meals a day and see how it goes for a while me and my brother are both trying to get back to a little bit healthier body fat percentage and we are both kind of the same body type and weigh about the same right now so we're gonna do it together don's really excited it sounds terrible to me. To me, I just think it'll be so, because I spend a lot of time wondering what I should eat and like I could prepare that to be healthier, but it's going to take some time and I have to go do this. I think it's going to be so, so calming for my brain to know that this, I just drink this real quick and I'm done. Right. I, it's gonna, I, I think, I hope that it's, I, my hopes are that it's going to work perfectly with my brain and I'll know that I have all the nutrients that I need and I don't need to eat for like until dinner. And for dinner, I'm just going to try to have a you know semi-healthy meal. But my breakfast and lunch are just going to be a drink from Huel. H-U-E-L. There you go. So we'll follow up on that and see how it goes. I'll either be dying and so starving and hungry, or I will just be so happy and satisfied. I, I don't really understand the whole macros fan wagon. I don't, I don't know if I believe that our bodies are like that, where they like are finicky about macros. I kind of think of my body as like just a, (laughs) I don't know, like it can just do whatever with whatever food I put into it. I don't think it's as finicky as needing like a certain percentage of this and this and this. I mean, there's an ideal amount of protein for your, your body and carbs and, and fat. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. But then I say that and then today I tried to run from the parking lot to the class that we spoke we at and I literally could not do it. I'm so out of shape or I'm just not in a state of, of train. I like, I just can't accomplish physical feats right now. We're pretty busy at this time of our life. Mm, I'm pretty inactive. <laughs> you should do the bike every morning. I hate that thing. You do? Dallin bought a recumbent bike and I just, it's weird cause I like slip on it and well, you can adjust the seat. I tried. Oh, maybe it's not for you. If I push it too far forward, my knees hit the top. But if I don't hit, have my knees where they're hitting the handlebars, then like my, I like sl- slant and tilt. That's the natural form is like No, like my bit. butt slides out from under me. Wow. Well, so maybe it's just not for you. It's not. But I like it because it's all the same exercises as like a bike, as like you're biking, but you're just where you reclined a little bit mm-hmm. and you can just chill and watch a show. I'm on a whole body image self-acceptance journey right now. Different from Dallin's journey. I He's just not on the journey I'm on. Where I accept my body, but I'm also just striving to be a little healthier. No, I don't think anything's wrong with your journey. I'm just on this whole thing. I've been watching a lot of this. Um, there's an Instagram account called The Bird's Papaya and Own It Babe is another one. And then there's another one. She wrote a book called The The Fuck It Diet. Sorry, I never say that word. You said it. I said it. But they're these three women and they're just awesome. And they talk all about like overcoming self-confidence issues and eating issues and just like anxiety and stress that has been a part of my life with food and body image. Just like a kind of always be, being a, a girl who has dieted since I was like 12 or who has been like who hasn't been confident about my body or thought it was beautiful. So I'm on a whole like chillax, believe I'm beautiful, feed my body what it wants to eat. 
and strive for health situation. That's good. Yeah. That's like the first big, huge step. Yeah, that's my path. And like, I haven't gained weight. I think I've actually lost a little weight, which doesn't matter. It's just a number. And I shouldn't like sit and think in my head all the time. Before this journey, I've always been so down on myself for not weighing what I weighed when I was 18 and starving myself. So this has been a really great journey for me where I finally, I'm like, okay, that I don't weigh 128. You seem like you've been a lot more content lately. Yeah. Just trying to... Well, I want to do it for me, but I also, I don't want to pass on these things to my kids at all. And George, like he's finally starting to listen to us, like listen to things we say, like Dal and I will be talking sometimes and he'll be like, what's that mom? Like, what are you talking about? So he's kind of like listening now. And I just don't want to inadvertently teach them to hate their bodies or to be self-conscious or to think that there's only one beautiful shape or size. So that's my journey. But I would highly recommend those Instagram accounts if... Same if again, one more time. The Bird's Papaya. And then another one is called Own It Babe. And then the other one is her... It's, her, it's called The Fuck It Diet. That's the book she wrote. I just wanted to hear you say it again. <laughs> I hate saying that word. But it's kind of like... You almost need to say that to yourself every time you have one of those thoughts. Just like, F it. Like, that's so stupid. You shouldn't think that way. I haven't read the book yet. I want to. but I And I think it's going to be really, really good. So cool. Cool. Okay, guys, that is the podcast. Uh, let us know if you've had any similar experiences in your trips to Disneyland with kids or if your kids are just natural pros at the park. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe ours are unique. But from what we've gathered so far, talking to you guys in like an Instagram post or some stories, it seems like a lot of you have gone through the same thing. So yeah. jump on the Big Little Life podcast Facebook group and let us know. Um, what you think about Disney, your thoughts, your experiences, and then let if us know you've if, ever, if a character has ever gone when they hug you. Yeah. And I think it'd also be a cool conversation to talk about, like if you're kind of on Dallin's journey right now, or you're just trying to get a little healthier, trying to lose weight, or if you're kind of in my boat, or if you're in a totally different boat where you're like going through something totally different. And then also if you could maybe post on the Facebook group, some of your favorite, like most inspiring Instagram people that you follow. So we can all get some good people on our Instagram feed. Sweet. I think that'd be really cool. Love it. Okay. Have a good one, you guys.